guys, it's Meg. What's up? What's poppin'? Welcome to the podcast! With every Halloween, we see the same familiar monsters come back to life. So grab some fur, sharp teeth, pointy ears, and let's become a werewolf. So the origins of werewolves in general are unknown. But I did find three-ish, four? Now four. I found four different quote-unquote origins where they could possibly have come from. The first one we're going to talk about is the Epic of Gilgamesh. This is an old western pose and it's basically about Gilgamesh rejected a potential lover because she had turned her previous lover into a wolf. So that's one theory of where werewolves come from. The second one is Greek mythology and I'm really bad at pronouncing things, so I hope this is right. And I did search it ahead of time, but I still feel like it's not going to come out right. But in Greek mythology, the legend of Lycan, Lycon, it's L-Y-C-A-O-N. This person angered Zeus, who then turned him and his sons into a wolf. Which I feel like we talked about this legend before in a previous podcast, and I don't remember which one. So maybe we'll come back with Edit and Meg to see. Because this like sounds familiar to me. Hey, what's up? It's Editing Meg. And we did talk about this before because last Spooktober, Season 4, Episode 8, I did a whole podcast episode on monsters in general. And I had given 15 monsters. Werewolf was one of them. But I've also talked about vampires, zombies, mummies, Frankenstein, the Grim Reaper, witches, ghouls, goblins, the Headless Horseman, trolls, swamp monster, aliens, and poltergeists in that episode. And I completely forgot about it. The third origin of where werewolves could potentially have come from is a Norse mythology. And I hope I'm pronouncing this right too. The saga of the Volsungs. This story is about a father and son who find magic wolf pelts that turn them into wolves when worn. And the very last one, which I kind of find the most interesting, which I probably shouldn't say on a podcast, but supposedly... Real quick, because I forgot to mention it, but I probably should have put a trigger warning in right here. We are going to be talking about murder slash death in this next little segment. So skip ahead, please, if you don't want to listen to that. In history, this is a true fact, true story. Hundreds of years ago, serial killers were claiming to be werewolves. I had a lot of questions when I read this too, and I know you probably have a lot of questions too, but basically... Serial killers were trying to, like, get out of the crime, so they were trying to say that they were getting turned into werewolves, and it was the werewolf that was killing all these people and not them. I wish I was making this up. I wish this was a joke, but no, hundreds of years ago, people were really claiming to be werewolves. So those are some origins where a werewolf traditionally could have came from, but from the looks of it, they have been around for so many years. And just like with our previous two monsters, if you want to check them out, we did a podcast episode on Frankenstein and Dracula as vampires already. There are countless movies, TV shows, songs, books, toys, all about werewolves. But before we dive into that, I also like to find like the main theme behind these monsters. Similar to vampires and Dracula, the main theme behind werewolves is struggle between good versus evil. Because, you know, there's good people and they turn evil, and it's typically a full moon, and oh my god, why didn't I look that up? 
See, this is why I shouldn't be allowed to do research by myself, because isn't that like the whole point of werewolves is they turn werewolf and a full moon? And did you think I looked that up? No. So editing Meg already needs to come in with that fact because I'm annoyed with myself right now. I can't believe I missed the most important part of a werewolf. So one of the things that I found about the full moon and werewolf connection is that most people believe that the full moon can cause people to act strangely and that's where we get the phrase it must be a full moon when things start to get weird. But it even made its way into our language from what I found and I quote, the words like lunacy and lunatic are born from the Latin word luna for moon. That's a fun fact. I thought that was fun. Another source that I found connecting the full moon to the werewolves is that the full moon is said to be very powerful. So it is a result of the quote-unquote magic of the full moon. Thank you for that. Now to go into the entertainment aspect of werewolves since we are constantly seeing them. They're being used, adapted all throughout movies, TV shows, songs, toys. Some movies that feature werewolves is, of course, like we said before, Twilight from 2008. So there's a whole clan pack. Pack. There's a whole pack of werewolves in Twilight. Hotel Transylvania from 2012 also features a werewolf. I didn't look his name up. Oh my god. Hold on. The werewolf in Hotel Transylvania is named Wayne, and he has a bunch of little wolf pups that are all causing havoc all throughout the movie. And another movie, which is one of my favorite Halloween movies, which isn't really popular, and it could also be considered just a TV show, I think, but Scary Godmother from 2003 has Harry the Werewolf. Some TV shows that feature werewolves, just to name a few, is 2011, we had Teen Wolf, which also wasn't there a movie. I think there was a movie that too. And there's also The Monsters from 1994. Like I said before, toys, we use Monster High only because there's like so many toys. But in Monster High, they have Claudine and Claude, just to name two, who are werewolves. Some songs that are werewolf-inspired are Bark at the Moon from Ozzy Osbourne. There's She-Wolf by Shakira. For books, we have Little Red Riding Hood. There's a whole wolf, werewolf in that story. So as I was editing, I started to wonder if the wolf in Little Red Riding Hood was even a werewolf or just a regular wolf. So I looked that up real quick, and it's, like, controversial. Some people say he's a werewolf because of our previous statement of serial killers being a werewolf around that time. It was around when this story first started getting spoken about. And then other people were saying that he was just a plain wolf. So I found some more books that are supposedly actual werewolves in it. The first one is The Werewolf of Paris by Guy Endor from 1933. And then there's also The Cycle of the Werewolf by Stephen King, 1983. So, if you want to dress up as a werewolf this Halloween, some costume inspiration, what I found searching costumes up, you need some pointy ears, fur. Typically, they were wearing a flannel with jeans and there was rips in it because, you know, you're human and you're morphing into this monster. And some boots. So, the next time you're out and about this holiday season and you're seeing werewolves everywhere, just know... Their origins are literally unknown, but they have been around for so, so many years and so many centuries. We're going to keep seeing them, we're going to keep adapting them, and they'll be a part of our history for a while. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Hey Guys is Meg. You can follow Hey Guys is Meg underscore podcast on Instagram for updates and good times. Come back next Monday where we talk about our last monster this season, but not the last Spooktober episode. I thought of something different for the last episode. I'll see you on the flip side. Peace out, Girl Scouts.